Today on NBC6 Voices, the highs and lows of black entrepreneurs. See how these local business owners have overcome challenges of being their own boss and the advice they have for the next generation. All right, good morning. Thank you for watching NBC6 Voices. I'm Jawan Strader. Well, successful black businesses is key to narrowing the racial wealth gap in the United States. In South Florida, there are a number of black businesses thriving, but with anything, there are challenges out there. And here to talk about some of those challenges are black entrepreneurs in South Florida. You may recognize some of them. We had them on a show last year. Uh, we have local business owners here, Dr. Amira Agunyele, co-owner of Beautiful Smiles out there, responsible for my teeth right here. Also, Derek Turton, a.k.a. Chef Teach, owner of House of Mac, and Dr. Kristen Hollis, co-founder of Optimal Health Medical Center. Welcome to the show this morning. Thank you Hi, for having us. Yes, no, it's so good to have you guys back on, especially you two. Kristen, thank you for coming on. Well, let's get right to it. And, and let's start with you, Dr. A. Okay. What have you learned since the last time you've been on this show? When you're talking about being a black entrepreneur, have you learned anything in the past year? Oh, Absolutely. I, I actually couldn't believe whenever we talked about it that it's only been a year because I feel like I've grown so much. And um, I think that one of the biggest things that I've learned is to value constructive criticism. Uh -huh. I think sometimes that we get into our businesses and um, we're so focused and we hear opinions of others. Yeah. And we kind of hear it and kind of, you know. <laughs> but I've really been making it a point to take it... Um, Seriously, not, yeah. not personally, but seriously, because I really think it's the only way we can grow. And right. when I've really opened myself up to hearing people's, um, you know, critiques, um, especially people who care about you, I think that's made a world of difference. Listening. So you, yeah. you, you listen. You, it, you, you don't take it as something personal when somebody try to, tries to give you some advice. And anyone who wants to be an entrepreneur, if you cannot take business advice, um, if you um, are very defensive, then to me it's an ego problem. Yeah. And being a business man or woman is probably not your thing because if you are in business, and as I'm sure the two of you know, um, we make a lot of mistakes. We, we really do, and we kind of, sometimes that one little input makes a huge difference. All right, Chef Teach, let's get all over to you, my brother, because you yeah. seem to be growing and booming here and everything else. We're going to get to some of your success here in, in a moment, but you yourself, have you learned anything in the past year since our last conversation? I mean, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to the topic she just said. I think, um, I, I say steel shopping still, right? So when you get feedback from people, um, I think it's important that, you know, because you're going to get noise. You're going to get people that just got things to say that they got things to say. But mm -hmm. I get a lot of genuine people that come to me with feedback. And, you know, we take the feedback, process the feedback, and, and, and make things better. And I think, um, you know, just creates a better experience, which, you know, for me in a food service um, business, you know, that. that yeah, you're great. in a tough industry, my brother. I mean, it's, it's, a, tough, it's a tough yeah. business, but I mean, you know, we, 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 we've been, we've done pretty well at um, building a brand. Since the last time I've been here, I think we were opening our first location um, in, in Overtown. Um, since then, we've opened up two more locations. We opened up right now, wow. and we've also opened up North Miami Beach on the See, I told you we were going to get to that in a moment. You went ahead, <laughs> just, you just went out there and put it out there about your growth and your success. No, we are going to talk a little bit more about that. And, and Dr. Kristen, let's talk yeah. a little bit more about being an entrepreneur with you okay. uh, and some of the challenges you faced. Yeah. And how long have you been an entrepreneur, first off? Well, we just opened up 
this spring, March of 2019. Right. So that gives us about six to seven months. Oh, so, so you're a newbie here. Yeah, we're a newbie. Well, I think that's <laughs> awesome. Yes. But has it been, have you faced challenges oh. already? Yes, of course. Um, you know, life is, is not a straight line, but the most valuable lesson that we have learned is just being adaptable because you're going to face challenges on an everyday basis and you have to learn to think quick and strategize because you don't when you're an entrepreneur it's not like you have a textbook in front of you letting you know step by step what you need to do so you That's have to right. be able to think quick and just make decisions and sometimes the decision may not be the best decision but you can learn from it and grow from it well, you know, there are a lot of people watching this morning and they want to know what about being a woman and being mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, especially being a black woman yes. and being an entrepreneur, the challenges you both have faced there. Yes. Yeah, um, for me, you know, uh, cosmetic dentistry or dentistry in general is um, not only a male-dominated uh, field, it's a white male-dominated field. So to be um, young and to be, to be black to be a woman, um, people would be surprised the society we still live in, unfortunately. I've, um, you know, I, I've told stories before about a practice that I once owned where I purchased uh, the practice from a white male and I never ever considered what that meant. I just was like, what are the numbers? How much is it making? How many patients does it yeah. see? Where is the, is the location good? Yeah. And then I would get calls. Um, is the new doctor black? Is, she, is it a woman? Wow. And it was shocking. Yeah. So you've got to build like a certain type of skin around you and understand that it's a little different. Um, even the respect from some patients, to be quite honest, um, I feel like I'm questioned a little bit more. Like mm -hmm. I really have to be on top of my thing when I walk <laughs> in that room um, because of it. And then in terms of more business that, that applies to everyone, I don't know about you guys, but if you're renovating, if you have any type of work done, usually it's males who are coming in to put in, and I, it's funny to me that I, they tell me one thing and then let my husband come in. Like, wait a minute, what are these prices you gave her? And now suddenly they're like, oh, we're sorry, we're sorry. You know, because I guess I'm a woman, they think like, ah, uh, she doesn't know what she's talking she doesn't about. Know. She, she doesn't there. know what she's doing. Yeah, so, you know, you get questioned a lot, and that's why I think that we are kind of just built so strong because we're just used to it at this point. Absolutely. And, and can you relate to that already? In, I can. In, in the short time of being an entrepreneur? I, I can relate, but on a different um, level because my husband and I, we are the co-founders of the center. So we're a tag team. And so if he, if he has a strength in one area, then he will be the forefront and then I have my strengths. So we kind of just piggyback off of our strengths and weaknesses. Yes. And we kind of act as one. Nice. You know, we have two voices, but we act as one when it comes to the business. Is that hard though? It's is not. That, is that, no, no, no. It's hard enough at home. Yeah, that's what I'm saying because you're at home, but the, and, 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 and I'm, I'm just being, being honest, honest here, but is it is it tough though? It's not tough. Running a business with your It's not. Everyone acts that, and I think it's because we have a great friendship. Yeah. We're college sweethearts. Okay. Oh, wow. So we were studying together, and we were, we're, we're used to being together all the time already. Wow. So, okay, yeah. we got to have your husband on the show then. You know, yeah. Get some advice from your husband. <laughs> All right, well, well, Tish, let's come over to you, man. I mean, the success and we're, the success that you've already seen, man. You've been on the Today Show, a number of other shows as well, national shows. This is in the past year since you've been on our show. So I, I feel privileged that yeah. you gave us that, that light first. Um, but being uh, a business owner who is a black male, 
do you face challenges as a black male out there when they see you? I mean, yeah, I, I face I face challenges, but I also feel like um, I'm addressing a lot of the challenges that's happening in our communities, right? Like, so, you know, I, uh, by me being able to put businesses in Overtown and North Miami Beach and a lot of these other places, what it allows me to do is um, the guy who was trying to get a job that couldn't get a job because he has a record, now I can reevaluate that situation as long as it's not something that goes against my moral code. Right. I might be able to give him an opportunity. So some of these challenges, you know, it's like, because there's enough people out here talking about the problems, right? And then I just choose to be somebody that's actually doing something about it. You know what I mean? So I'm just following my purpose. And yeah, I mean, you, you face challenges. You work. You face challenges working a nine to five. You face challenges doing anything you may do. But the difference is, this is mine, and I own it, right? Mm -hmm. So I could kind of control the destiny of where this is going. It's like one of those things. The more I put into it, the more I'm gonna get out of it. And with the focus of generational wealth and and and, and legacy and these kind of things. So that's the drive. So. I'm basically not taking no for an answer, so it don't even really matter what kind of pushback <laughs> you're giving me. You know what no, I'm saying? Right, like, I got my eyes on the prize, and, and, and I'm basically going for it. So that's and that it. comes from your background, from your own personal story. No, absolutely, absolutely. But then, you know, like my parallel to everything that I'm doing is music, right? Like I did music for 18 years. I've only been doing um, food for the last maybe like five years. But a lot of the steps and a lot of things that's been happening, even like from a successful standpoint, I've seen it happen just like in a different field. It's just now this is... I mean, this is food and it's right. mine versus like me building somebody else's. That's right. Building somebody else's what is mine. So. Okay, well, hold that thought, everyone, because we're going to come back and there are a lot of people want to know okay, what do I do? What, how do I get started? I have this great idea. How do I get started? And what advice do you guys have for everyone watching this morning? We're going to get to that in just a moment, but first, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back this morning. And again, we are talking with black entrepreneurs here across South Florida, talking about some of the pitfalls, some of the challenges, some of the successes that they've had. And they're sharing their ideas with you this morning out there. So, okay, let's get right to it, the advice. Because a lot of people out there watching, they want to know, what do I do? How do I get started? I mean, how do I get over the hump? I'm scared. Do I need good credit? <laughs> <laughs> so for me, um, I think a lot of people are going nowhere fast. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is, you know, this is not a, you know, short race. Entrepreneurship takes time. Um, you can't cheat the grind. You have to work at it. And you cannot develop a brand a company when you're trying to put your hand in seven different places. Mm -hmm. Something that really um, helped me and really increased um, my business was when I, I honed in on a specialty, which was cosmetic dentistry, right? And when you really put in the time, the effort, the detail in it, it shows. So you don't chase the money, you chase your craft. You make it so you're so good at whatever it is you're doing that when someone thinks of that thing, hmm. your name comes to mind or your company comes to mind. And then the money will come. But too often, you know, new entrepreneurs are trying to do it so fast. They want to see results immediately. They are trying to do five different things. You know, I do this on the side, I do this yeah. on the side. And to me personally, it can't work like that. You really have to put your drive, your heart, your effort into one thing and it'll show, your passion will show. Oh, wow. And people will be driven to it. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Don't chase yeah. the money. but. Chase your passion. Chase your passion, your craft, the relationships you build. Mm -hmm. And the money's going to come because people are going to say, hey, does, do you know, 
think about about teach you know oh man I want some some great food he's got his craft is so good that that's the first thing soul food okay house of Mac is what I think of oh I want a new beautiful smile cosmetic smile oh dr. a that's the goal I have I want people not about the money I want when people think of a beautiful smile I want them to think of me because they say she's passionate about it yeah. she cares the detail the love that it, that is to me what is going to build a successful well, I know business. when I think of a cavity I think about you I gotta make sure I take care of these teeth here on television Dr. Dr. Christian I, I okay so I want to go with this here and I found this stat here it says 80 percent of businesses fail before year yes. five yes. before year yes. five and less than four percent of black women entrepreneurs make it to the million dollar mark wow now this is according to a stat that I found so it's of course for all those people watching it's that fear of failure yes, out there yes. so what advice do you have for those that are fearful that they're going to fail but yet they do have that passion right well to to piggy off of dr a and the question that you just asked me fear you have to get that out of your head that's something that i had to when we were um, going through our entrepreneurial journey that's one thing that I had to focus on because I, I did have a lot of fear of failure, fear of losing what I already had and fear of not achieving what we wanted to achieve. But then again, it goes back to passion, your passion and what drives you and what motivates you. And when you, and when you get past, you know, it's, it's not just about the money, but it's about I'm helping my community. I'm, I can actually help save someone's life, you know, and you start, looking at it as it's bigger than me, what my purpose here on this earth is and what my purpose through, through, through the business is, is bigger than me. Then you start building up confidence and realizing that in actuality there is no, you shouldn't even have fear. You shouldn't be scared to fail because what is failure? What defines failure? Is it that your business didn't get off the ground the first time around? Mm -hmm. If that's failure to you, then maybe that wasn't the right industry for you because you have to keep going. So to me, you just have to start and you just have to get into your mind and just think positive, positive thoughts all the time. All right, positive thoughts all the time. And, and, and going back to, to, to the success here that uh, teach, that you have, brother, mm -hmm. in the past year, okay, so you've opened two more restaurants. Brightline, okay, Brightline, which is which is huge here in South Florida. Yeah. And you open up there yeah. when others like maybe have this this all this name recognition, you know, they they're not there, but House of Mac is there. So um, I wish you would ask me her question. Right? <laughs> so, so I want to I want to. I wanted to talk about like fear, right? Because we could ask. Well, no, no, that's going to your success, though. Right. Because you you did not have that fear, or do you have that fear? Well, but this is the thing, right? So you, you, we can ask ourselves like these "what if" questions until we turn blue in the face. What if you work a job for forty years and get fired? What if you 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 could you could ask yourself a, a, a ton of job? I mean, a, a ton of questions. Um, I think fear is a natural um, a natural. You know, you, you're going to feel fear, and, and, and it's just part of it. But I don't think it's nothing wrong with being afraid but um, the thing is like comfort kills right and and this is the thing like people get in the comfort zone and mm. you, you fear stepping outside of the comfort zone but 
you know, comfort kills. You get comfortable, you get a job, you get, you know, $60,000 a year, okay, cool. I'm, I'm cool. good. You think $60,000 is a lot of money until you make right. $60,000 in a week. Or you make, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so sometimes you got to be willing to step outside of that box in order to kind of explore things. And then, and then is the what is like, what if, what if I didn't go take the step and do House of Mac? Like, what if I would have just stuck to music business? I was good. I had like right. six figure contract, whatever case may be. But what if I never, what if, what if Bumby never talked to me and I said, you know what, I'm going to shoot my shot and I'm going to go do this House of Mac thing. And then you see like the, how it's affected my community and changed my life and things like that. So, I mean, listen, Fear is, fear is natural, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's nothing wrong with being afraid, but don't be afraid to step outside of your comfort zone, I say that. And I'm gonna say this with business, like as an entrepreneur, when you like asking for advice, I think um, I think it's important to know that like one size don't fit all, right? That's right. And, and so like when I did the music business, you know, when I worked with a Pitbull, it was totally different from working with ASAP Rocky. And when I worked with a ASAP Rocky, it was totally different from working with a Yo Gotti, right? So it conditioned my mind to be able to kind of go into places and just know that like, listen, I might have the, the the ties may switch and things might, or your story or something that worked for me might not work for you or something that worked for you might not work for another person, but it don't mean that it can't work. You know what I mean? You just gotta be able to kinda. Well, can I ask you what your ultimate goal is? My, my ultimate goal is to grow my brand. Um, I think I have a scalable brand, um, but my ultimate goal is to grow my brand to at, at a pace that I can maintain the integrity of my brand. Right, like I don't want to put the bag before the business and, and integrity of the brand. So I'm just taking my time with growing it and just, but I don't want to compromise the integrity of what we're doing because that's what got us to the point where we are. Amen, and I want to ask you both the same question. Mm -hmm. Ultimate goal. Ultimate goal. With your business. Is to help my community be healthy using a holistic approach. That's the ultimate goal. I love it, I love it. Um, I think my ultimate goal is to continue to do what I absolutely love, but to make an impact on young women in the process. That has been so heavy on my heart for a while. In and what way? I just, I want to show women, um, young women, especially brown and black women, um, that you can do so much, you can achieve these things. And you know, if I can be somehow a mirror that they can say, you know what, I see someone who looks like me and acts like me and is in this position, whether they wanna be an attorney, a doctor, you know, an accountant, just if I can impact people and, and, and change the way they think and motivate them, that means so much more to me than, than all the other stuff. That's just where I'm at in my life at this point. Very well said. I want to thank all of you guys for coming on the show this morning. Thank and, you. And, and sharing your thoughts and thank your wisdom you. and everything else. So many people out there are going to get so much out of this. So, Dr. A, thank you. Thank you Dr. for having Dr. Christian, me. thank you. Thank you. And my brother, Chef Teach, thank you. I'll be in there for some food soon. Right. You got that <laughs> right. both of us. <laughs> thank you guys so much. We'll be right back. And we want to tell you about The Voices podcast. You can listen to the show's episodes anytime, anywhere. Be sure to subscribe to Voices on the Apple Podcast app. And that's it for our show today. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And you can also message us on social media if you have a story idea. And before we go, remember, education is the key to success. If you believe, you will succeed. We'll see you next time. Have a great weekend.